What is up, everybody, and welcome to Happy Hour Hoops. Happy Hour Hoops, strictly playoff edition tonight. We're in the thick of it, boys. Some teams are already on their way to the second round. Other teams, like the Miami Heat, an (laughs) eight seed, throwing haymakers at the one seed Bucks in the Eastern Conference. Guys, we're going to go over all conference both conferences, all games, but I, th- I think it's only right if we start with last night and Jimmy Butler Whew. and one of the greatest playoff performances I've ever seen. Yeah, he had a, he had a decent game. I think what was <laughs> most impressive about it, um, in my opinion, was obviously the end was incredible. Everyone was watching fourth quarter what he did. But he was the only reason the Heat were really in the game at the start. First quarter, what, 22 points, 9 of 10 shooting, 23 points, something like that. Kept the Heat in it. I mean, he talk about carrying a team. Talk about carrying a team for a series. Jimmy Butler's done that. But last night was a master class is what I called it, where from start to finish – he was locked in. It wasn't like, oh, this guy just kind of went off at the end and everyone was jumping up. No. From start to finish, he kept the heat in that game and eventually got the win for him with some of the clutchest shots at the end. For a guy, too, who people don't say is a, isn't a great outside shooter, especially in the regular season, dude, the type of shots he was making yeah. at the end of the game, it was just automatic. It was, it was as Jimmy Buckets as you're ever going to get. It was just a joy to watch. And now – like they only gotta win one. They yeah. only gotta win one to take out the one seed Milwaukee Bucks. It's I mean it's actually insane, man. I need to eat all the crow in the world because I was pushing away this Miami team even after the play in was like mm-hmm. ah, whatever. And Jimmy just I think you like, and everyone else, dude. Yeah, bro, but like I was in disbelief just like the first quarter was like, okay, I, you know what you're getting from Jimmy tonight, but they weren't, they were still been down. doing it every game. <laughs> yeah, they're still down, and you're just like, okay, down by eight. Like, this is going to balloon into like 18 quick here. We're going to go back right. tied. And he just wouldn't, and it's up to 12, I think, with like seven minutes left around there. And then he's just like, nah, I'll just. I'll just go crazy 20 points in the last six minutes, whatever it is. And just like you said, Steve, the shot making was amazing. It was, it was a joy to watch. How crazy is it that he now owns the Miami heat playoff uh, all time scoring record for a game with the historic players that have played in that franchise, including one who had a pretty good performance last night. He's, he is uh, outperforming all of that, but Jimmy, I mean, they're like you said on the brink, it's yeah. 3-1, bro. I yeah. thought my Milwaukee was going to sweep them, get them out of here. And now Miami, like, do you think that Milwaukee has a chance, either of you? I mean. I they think got- they have the best chance of probably any team that's ever yeah. been down 3-1, honestly. <laughs> true, true. But they got to win in Miami. And I'll yeah. tell you what, the Miami last night, that does not look like an easy place to win. Uh, it, it, it's crazy, but. And it's it's also too like you you look at from Milwaukee's side, it's not like they, they didn't play bad. Giannis had a triple no. double in his first game back. Like he, he shot decent. Brooke Lopez has been out of his mind. The only one who really struggled was Drew Holiday. Other than I that, mean, you, you watched the first three and a half quarters, you would have thought Milwaukee no contest won that That's game. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Jimmy yeah. just willed them to a win. And now when that happens, the whole series is is up in the air now. I and, yeah, I think. 
Go ahead, Steve. No, I'm just there. saying, Donnie, as, as a Boston guy, you got to be a little excited to a chance where not only Some would Milwaukee say gets taken out, but Cleveland could possibly be taken out as well by the Knicks. Um, I do yeah. worry about the Knicks than the Cavs at this point anyway. So, <laughs> um, Yes, I would say Boston fans are giddy just watching this series in general, even yeah. if Milwaukee somehow comes back and wins, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think Jimmy Butler proved a few more things. I think Jimmy Butler proved three things last night because I feel like his narrative was always the same where it's like, Jimmy can do this in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We, we know this, right? But he went Jimmy buckets last night. He proved how bad the rest of the Heat's cast actually is <laughs> because you look at that box score and, yes, Jimmy had a great game. He sticks out. It's actually, like, gross, the, the little help he got. I have a question. Yes. What is the difference between Max Drews, Gabe Vincent, and Caleb Martin? What's the difference? Hey, you can honestly night. throw Duncan into that Caleb Martin can too. play defense. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Caleb Martin does play <laughs> a little, little bit defense. of defense. Because every time one of them – like, every time I'm not paying attention and I see one of them, like, hit a three, I'm just like – Oh, man, this is like a 33% shot of who I think actually made that shot. Because they really look all like – they all do the same exact thing, and maybe that's the point. Like, those are the, that's exactly what they need, right, from from that exact position. Yeah, But Donnie's exactly gone. right. Like, he's exactly right. You look – Bam has not played well in the play-in or in this series. And then you look, obviously, losing Hero was big. He's been very bad. And he's been getting bullied down low. And yeah. He, you look at obviously you lose hero, but someone's got to step up, and it's like you're playing Duncan Robinson 30 minutes a night, but he's not taking many shots. He's not. What is Duncan Robinson there to do? He's just there to shoot threes. He's not shooting that much right now. Yeah, Kyle he, Lowry, he started hot Lowry. too, and then he kind of just yeah. went away and just disappeared. Just started running track out there, and there's really no one else stepping up as the number two. So you're right. If there's a team that's going to overcome three wins, Milwaukee, because I think you know Heat supporting cast just has done nothing. But if you get, you know, a decent BAM game, which we've seen multiple times this year, Jimmy's not going away. Jimmy's still going to be being Jimmy. You look at this, the Heat are up 3-1 in a series where outside of Jimmy Butler, you could say pretty much everyone else on the Miami Heat's underperforming in this series. <laughs> yeah, and just the, the last two things I want to say that I think Jimmy proved last night is that because every season it's, oh, Jimmy's better than people give him credit for, mm-hmm. right? He's much better than people give him credit for. Like yeah. that was literally one of the best basketball performances I have ever seen in my entire life. Like forget playoffs, regular season, by a Heat player, just all time. Mm-hmm. And then the final thing is that Milwaukee can be beaten. Yeah. Like they have them back against the wall right now. And I think Bucks fans are going to use and have a slight excuse of Giannis being injured because he was clearly banged up. Like he was went to, he, but was, he, wobble- he was wobbling they, around, but. That's he just how good he still is. He played too. well. Yeah. Like he's yeah. still Giannis. You you can't just leave him alone. It's not you like another guy him. comes back from injury and it kind of changes. It's still Giannis. You can't he's move him. Right. You can't move him. Like he he might not be able to move, but they're not going to be able to move him. And so he can still be effective. He still gets those, you know, high elbow touches. And, you know, the Heat are still collapsing on him like he's terrifying because really he is. Like he can still be yeah. deadly, even if he's not yeah. exploding to the rim. Um, I talked to one of my Bucks fans friends today at work, and he was despondent. I don't know if I told you guys this already. He was grieving. He's basically done. So that's where the Bucks fans, at least in my life, are, have went to. And it's just be it's the it's because of Jimmy Butler. They're just scared of the boogeyman, and I don't blame them at that point, right? Yeah, I think I, uh, 
I think he's instilling fear in everyone right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think, Dunny, you were the one yeah. who brought up, too, you were concerned a little bit about Milwaukee bench this playoffs. Another game where the bench was very lackluster from mm. Milwaukee. Bad. Bobby Cordes has not looked ever since Malcolm Brogdon got six minutes of the year, Bobby took the earth. And, I mean, Connaughton, Ingles, very lackluster. Probably just it was, it was very meh and – you got to You got to have some help, especially when you guys come back from injury. You have to have someone else step up. Usually, it's been Drew. Brooke Lopez has played very well. I, I, honestly, this entire season, Brooke Lopez has surprised me how well he's played. Yeah, it, it, it's the bench is coming back to bite him a little bit. It, it really yeah, is. Grayson Allen only eight points in thirty three minutes last night. Like that's mm-hmm. that's not the help that you you want to be getting from a guy like him. Connington, same thing, eight points in twenty one minutes. I feel like both those guys. They started okay last night, but just kind of went away as the as the Heat were chipping away at this lead. And I don't know. I think you can chalk probably all of this up to just Jimmy Butler taking all of the energy yeah. out of everyone in this game and just making it his. But end of the day, Bucks down 3-1 to the Miami Heat. It, I mean, everyone's anticipating that next game in that series. Should we did you guys go see the, the uh, before we move on from this? Did you see the little video clip I sent you guys? Because looking ahead to this game five, yes. quick, um, one, Adam Lefko with a great shot, great point about Jimmy after these games, after they win, they're one and six. Crazy. Jimmy only averages 22 points and they lose by an average of 11. So, and I think, I think we expect Milwaukee, I oh, even if we yeah. don't expect Milwaukee to win the series, we expect them to come out firing in game five. Yeah, but they're gonna we expect Milwaukee to do everything, double team Jimmy the whole game. They're just going to come out firing. Giannis is going to be rim running the entire game. That's what I expect. Um, but, but like, like you said, too, it only just takes one win. They, even if Milwaukee comes out and kills them by 30, they still got to go back to Miami, Miami yeah. and win. That's not an yep. easy task. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Who would have thought, man? I thought they were dead to rights. Hey, I was and you know what? Maybe, maybe the Heat just said, let's take off that game against Atlanta because we don't want to play the Celtics. Maybe, Isn't that a, that's maybe, a great theory, like, right? Maybe they're right? like, we don't want to play Boston. We right? match up well against my, uh, Milwaukee. And I posed uh, that question, and I was like, I had to walk it back because I was like, wait, why would, why would they fear us and right. not Milwaukee? The way the series is has panned out, there is some they're only glaring holes that Miami's able to expose on the Miami defense. Yeah, they're only afraid but. of Giannis. If if Brooke Lopez is gonna score thirty seven, fine. Like you're okay yeah. with that. Like that's not like if you're gonna lose because Brooke's scoring thirty seven, what can you do? And that's that's what it comes down. To. And Drew Drew has not been very good. Like Drew has been pretty inconsistent this series. And so when you go to that, and Jimmy is he's far and away the best guy on the floor. Like it's not even close. And drew who is, who Jimmy was abusing all of last night mm-hmm. or for the better part of it. Mm-hmm. He was up and he's had a few nice strips on him. One mm-hmm. uh, notably on a fast break. That was very impressive. But the rest of the game, Jimmy was getting anywhere he wanted on Middleton drew. It didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, this series has been amazing so far. Heat three, one let's, let's jump right over to the Lakers. Grizzlies oh, because that game last night was just amazing. Another three-one series, but it's it's fun just because of the drama. Low seed beating up on the high seed. Dylan Brooks has officially been eviscerated by LeBron James. <laughs> he wanted it, bro. He asked for it. He did. He really did. <laughs> he said, "I love to poke bears," and then you see LeBron screaming into the camera. 
going up by going for his and one in overtime. I mean, the Milwaukee what or Milwaukee, Memphis, they asked for all of this, really. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm a person that truly just to get deep here, not even not deep, just believes in karma and sports karma. And really Memphis is a- everything that is happening to the Memphis Grizzlies for this season. They have asked for the clip about Ja has gone around so much, but of course circulating more often today about we're fine in the West and now down three, we're on in round one. Like this team just asked for it. And LeBron is like, I will gladly give this to you too like you are asking for it here i will take this from you and i mean the lakers they didn't even they're not even getting their a game out of the lakers yet right now like davis sucked no he, davis yeah, was horrible yeah. he really hasn't been he hasn't he's good in one game he's been yeah. in one game and they're up three one on the two seeds so like this team is the, the rest of the west has got to be terrified and especially on that side of the bracket when we talk about that other series Warriors Kings, neither of those teams can play no fucking defense. So what are they going to do to the Lakers shooters and LeBron? Like, what are they going to do to deal with it? And I don't know what the Lakers are going to do with that high pace and everything. I'm sure it's, it's going to be a clash of styles for sure. But it really, like, the Lakers match up well the way they've played in this series against the Grizzlies. It's just yeah. but Memphis. It comes down to Memphis more than me. Like, the LeBron thing is cool. It was awesome to see. Huge moment, everything. The layup was great. But it comes down to Memphis has asked for this, and this is what they're getting. I think it was even without Jaw getting injured in this series and the Dylan Brooks saga and poking the bear. Like, I mean, we kind of all had a hunch and like said it, it wouldn't be a bad idea to bet the Lakers before the series and all of these things. Like, it was the writing was almost on the wall. It's like once, mm-hmm. like the Brandon Clark, no Stephen Adams for this Grizzlies team. Jaw and Desmond Bain can really only carry you so far. Jaron Jackson Jr. has had some very shiny moments in this series, yeah. but. He hasn't been peak JJJ. Like, I don't know. I, it's it's almost like obvious, but like since the series has been exciting and there's been drama, I feel like it's been clouding that. But it, like, no one should be surprised. This is a three-one series. <laughs> I think the Lakers have the better team on paper right now. They're more healthy. They don't have anything really going on like the Grizzlies do within their locker room. I mean, pick your thing with Ja or the Dylan Brooks saga. Uh, <laughs> it's it, Shannon Sharp's two and zero now. Anytime he attends the Grizzlies Lakers game, <laughs> it's it's an exciting series. Again, it's I think it's similar to the Heat Bucks, other than I, I believe a lot more in the Bucks than I do the Grizzlies. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you think the Grizzlies have a chance in this series? I don't. I don't either. <clears throat> I don't either. I think, I think they kind of dug their own grave. Like I, th- I literally think Dylan Brooks get, gave the whole team shovels, and they're mm-hmm. just digging their grave. It's not even like the like LeBron, like the 22 rebounds is one thing. I mean, obviously, that's amazing for him to be doing it in any regard at this point. But he has not been the scorer, and Davis hasn't been the scorer at all for them, really. Like, like wow. they've been scoring great, but Reeves has been consistent. They won the lottery with Austin Reeves yeah. at the end of this year. I mean, Austin little... Reeves don't grow on trees. I don't know where he came came from, but I no one expected this type of production no. from Reeves. And now he's becoming not only – is he becoming a go-to option in the playoffs? He's right up there with LeBron and AD in terms of the minutes he minutes. plays each night. He is he is the uh, I would say the third guy 
in this offense oh, right now. If you're looking, LeBron for trusts him so much, dude. Easily. There's so many times in the last five Wait, minutes. Wait, 42 minutes last night. <laughs> yeah, in the last five minutes, Bron's running up court, and who's the first person he chucks the ball to, even before he's crossing that court? It's fucking Reeves. It's like seven times in a row. He's like, oh, he's just throwing it to Reeves to make something happen. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this is not 23, not four, and six last night for Reeves. Not, another great game. It's not crazy that he's doing it anymore. It's just crazy big picture that we are at yeah. this point with the Lakers, and we're like worrying about who was going to be a contributor for this team all season long. And it was the, the guy was sitting there on their roster just blossoming in front of everybody's eyes, and no one really thought it was going to keep, you know, accelerating. And it really just it kept going to a point now where he's he's legit, like could be a third guy on a title yeah. contending team at this point. And, he, and Not, they, it looks like he's a third guy in a title contending yeah. team right now. And you look at the other guys they get, I say this every time, the guys they acquired at the deadline, Vanderbilt, Rui, they're doing what they need to do. They're doing yep. what they need to do. Russell doing what he needs D'Lo, to do. D'Lo was bad all game and he came up clutch like in those that little moment that he needed to. Like they, even, and when D'Lo's bad, bring on Schroeder because LeBron trusts yeah. Schroeder. And, and it's just they have a good team around LeBron and it, it just seems like it's clicking at the right time. It's yeah, scary. It really, it's, it's, it's like the perfect the old man LeBron team, honestly. Yeah. He just looks like he's orchestrating every little thing out there. And they're 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 so much fun to watch. Like and thinking of comparing them to the Grizzlies, who we thought were so much fun to watch last year, and they're kind of miserable to watch at this point. And the Lakers are one of the most fun teams and one of the interesting teams, I guess, in this playoffs. Specifically with the matchup, they'll go here. I don't know. I'm just I'm excited about the prospect of a long Lakers run. Obviously, you guys. And if there's a Lakers Celtics potential finals in the going into the second round. The NBA is going to know that too. Yeah, I'm just just gonna wrong. say that. Like the NBA knows that they they know exactly what we're talking about right now when they see those two lining up potentially and everything they can get. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind for some big game fives, sixes, sevens down the road. Um, I think we'll get it here too. There's some big this this Kings Warriors series is gonna be very interesting these last three games. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. like refereeing and everything else in general. Yeah. But you, you guys want to move to that series or you, you anything oh, else? You guys have anything else? Yeah. No, I, yeah, know, I, 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 I hate to be boring about the series, but I just really, after last night, I just kind of think the Grizzlies are dead. Yeah. Ja, I mean, Ja can do what he can do, but. Is LeBron, is a blonde led Lakers team right now letting up a 3 1 lead? That would just be, it would be a catastrophe no. if it happened, right. like a legitimate catastrophe. So. Yeah, so we're 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 kind of digging. We're helping the Grizzlies dig their own grave. Happy our hoops <laughs> is in on it. Uh, they're fine. probably toast. Kings Warriors probably the best series in the first round. I would Not say, probably. Not yeah, probably. Without, <laughs> without question. Um, two two. Going back to Sacktown, Sacramento. Where are you guys at? I know we all had our predictions. Mine's already out the window. I said dubs in five, and uh, now I have yeah, no just, idea what to think. It's exactly this. how I expected it. I, I thought yeah. Kings would win the first two, Warriors win the next two, and I think they're going to split these next two, and then it's going to be game seven. Can Steph get the Warriors to a win? It's just the home court advantage. I don't know what has happened with Golden State this year, but they are a completely different team, home versus on the road, and you saw it again. Although I got to give the Kings credit, 
the the first game in Golden State, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah. You knew it was a bad spot. You knew the Warriors weren't going down 3-0. But this second game, man, if there's any team in the NBA that can score with the Warriors, it's the Sacramento Kings. And they showed that. De'Aaron Fox has been sensational. He's showed why he's been one of the best players all year long. Malik Monk off the bench. You got to give him some props because he's that second score sometimes that they need. And Murray finally showed up. Keegan Murray finally showed so up in a playoff game. game. Finally, but it was a big time show up. Unfortunately, they didn't win the game, but they really gave a nice fight to the Warriors. The Warriors looked great. Andrew Wiggins has like I was surprised how quickly he's just gotten right back in the flow yeah, of crazy. the whole Warriors offense. He's it's it's like he's been playing with them for the past three months. And we know what Clay is. He can be streaky sometimes, but Clay's been all right. But it's Curry, man. It's it's you t- we're talking about playoff. Jimmy Butler has been the best in the playoffs so far. It's hard not to give the sil- silver medal to Steph Curry right now because Steph Curry has been playoff Curry once again. And I and, and I'll tell you what, if this game goes seven, I don't care if it's on the road. It's going to be very hard for me to talk myself out of Steph Curry willing the Warriors to another series win. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense, man. I mean, they 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 looked great at home, but well, Fox being hurt too is not. I mean, he said they know he's going to play Wednesday, but yeah, injury to your shooting hand, not great. Sabonis has been just not a shell of himself. He, like he has, it's not like very he's been bad, but it's it's mediocre. Not what he can yeah. Do. yeah, and it's but it's because, also and, and, and I think coming into the series is a bad matchup for Sabonis, right? Exactly, going up yeah. against yeah. Draymond is not. Not how he can he can't play his game the way and Draymond cooked in game four. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. He was awesome all game yeah. coming off the suspensions. Um, I I picked the Kings in seven. And Steve, I don't now watching four games, guys. I don't know if I can pick against Steph in a game seven, honestly. Yeah, I just don't think I can I at this point. I mean, it, it, I think it's gonna go to seven. I think exactly like you said, it's gonna play out mm-hmm. the same script we thought, but if it gets to that that atmosphere in Sacramento and that the way he's playing. It won't be a silver medal. If Jimmy closes out and they win in five or six, I'll give it to Steph if they win in seven because he has been fucking awesome. Like, as good as he's ever been. And, like, just because it's 2-2, like, even in those losses, the only reason they were even in that game in in there (laughs) is because of Steph. Like, it's... He hasn't been that bad defensively in this series either. No, not at all. And he's found different ways to, like, attack them. Like, he's... Every game he's got something different. Like you don't know what's coming at them. He's keeping them off kilter defensively. Yeah. It's been a masterclass by Steph, honestly. His defense has guys... been better. He's averaging thirty-one and a half points. Sorry, forty-nine percent shooting, forty percent from three, ninety-five percent from the free throw line. I mean, that's Steph Curry, right? And that's that is peak Steph Curry. What more do you want? What more do you want? Um, on the other side. De'Aaron Fox, did you guys think it was weird? The, I mean, I know, like you said, Jake, shooting hand, always, you know, tough on the injuries to your shooting hand, but fracture in the in one of his fingers, correct, is the injury diagnosis. Did you guys ever actually think he was going to miss game five, though? I feel like people were making, like... When it first came out, right? Right, I guess the... I guess the injury designation doesn't help and the report from the team doesn't help. 
But I th- like when I saw what the injury was and just how Fox, knowing the player who Fox is, knowing the where this series is at, they're going back to Sacramento. I was like, I kind of thought the whole time, there's no way Fox is missing this game. But I guess that makes sense. The injury report from the team being doubtful that that probably swayed people's opinion. But I thought people were in an uproar when I was like, I don't expect Fox to miss this game, and I'm happy he isn't because yeah. it's. I want him out there, yeah. It's not going to change up too much, right? Like he, like he may not be shooting as much from the outside, but that's never really his big strength. It may be right. a lot more driving with Fox, but I don't think it's going to change up too too much. We'll see. But like you said, Donnie, if there's anyone who's just going to play through it, it's going to be De'Aaron Fox. He knows that he's the heart and soul of this team. And they got and a lot of good imp- players, but this team goes yeah. as far as Fox takes. And Fox can impact the game in so many ways just because how fat – like he's probably the fastest and most athletic player in this series. Yeah. He, just put the ball in his hands. Player in the league. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably is. Um, he doesn't have to have, you know, he doesn't have to be shooting all the outside jumpers in the world, like you mentioned. I mean, he was doing that last game and it worked great, but he doesn't need to do that to impact the game. I think, uh, I mean, I, I think you guys are right at this point now. I thought it was going to be dubs in, in five, but I, the way the home team looks every game in this series, like it might as well just go seven because I think Sacramento nearly closed it in Golden State last time. I think they, they go out win game five next game. Yeah, it's so for me. It's either Warriors and six or Warriors and seven at this point. Like if the Kings win I this agree. game, Warriors win the next two. If the Warriors sneak this one, then I mean, the blood, over. blood in the water at home and Golden it's, State. It's yeah, over. No if yeah. the Warriors have a chance to close out the series at home, if they can sneak out a win tomorrow, it's over. Yeah. I think that's probably true. All right, where Jake? Should we do it? Should we go here next? I guess so. Whatever. Oh, another it. another three one series. That's the only bummer. I'm not even mad. Round. I'm just disappointed. No, I'm a it's little mad. Sad. It's been sad to watch. It's Cavs it's, a, it's so the, guys. No, because no, I mean it's last week. I pretty much all my complaints about last week. It's pretty much all the same stuff. So I don't have a lot to say again. Like it's the same story. So it's just been a slow, dragged out, painful death. Like just one by one, just like death by a thousand Jalen Brunson, uh, Euro steps and pull-ups and whatever else he does. Um, It's game four. Wasn't the most disappointing thing about game four is Donovan Mitchell showing some F word, F word qualities that have strung, followed him around his whole career. And that's a moment where you go, you go look to that guy Sunday noon or one o'clock, whatever time Madison square garden in front of all your family and friends. Like you want that to be like the moment, right? Like right. go ball mm-hmm. out, make this two, two go home. And he didn't show up at all. Like he just opposite didn't show that. up at all. The opposite of that. And Garland didn't show up except for like one stretch really for like a, a hot stretch where he couldn't just miss. The third. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. then he can't do anything. Jared Allen there. The Knicks are just not afraid of Jared Allen, like nicest guy in the world. They're just not afraid of him and him and Mobley like are impossible on the floor, except for the fact that they're basically ruining Julius Randall's life. And he literally Julius Randall skips a press conference of a game where they won. How crazy they didn't play is that? him in the, in the, I know they, they didn't play, play him, but you just, your team just won a playoff game and I you're know. skipping the press conference. It's crazy. And that's a Charles thing too, that he said the other day. And so I'm taking that, but I agree with him because it's how do you like it just what that's a little, that'd be a worrisome thing if they weren't just like dominating this team. Now the Cavs, I think could win tomorrow night. 
I mean, they could go on an onslaught. The threes could start falling at home. The crowd's going to be hyped. Like, Chetty might go off for 27. Honestly, that's my prediction is Chetty's going to have, like, 27 points tomorrow. It's going to be that dumb game because you know we're due for it. With I, How many times I told you guys? Or the, the Levert, right? Game. One of these or the Levert, 47-point Levert game. Like, one of them's going to go off, and they'll go into Madison Square Garden game six, and then it'll be the test of everything about this young team, right? And JB. Like, there's a lot of, like – litmus test happening for the Cavs. I think the Knicks already kind of went through their litmus test. This is a team that's like been building and Brunson was kind of like the final piece to the build. And they look like a team that was just ready. They've just been more ready, like for the moment more than anything else. The Cavs have gotten shook for too long in too many stretches of these games. That's the biggest thing I take away from it. Yeah, man. I This series is so weird to me because it's literally just such – a reverse of what I originally thought was going to happen. I, I did not think the, yeah. you know, I know the Knicks can be f- physical and they, you know, they have good defenders, but like who is, who has been the guy we've been just begging to show up all year, RJ Barrett. And now like what Cooking, a time dude. to do it. Hey, he he comes real. out of MSG nowhere. Chanting his name, like RJ just all night. All we day. thought Randall oh. was going to be banged up in this series. And like, he's been pretty good up until last game. I don't know what the, you know, Tibbs is going to play who he wants to play. I think that was, I'm with you, Jake. I think that was crazy that he did into media because he didn't, you know, he didn't play down it's the not stretch his series, bro. Like he's not going to, his game is bully ball and you got Mobley and Allen all the game. Like yeah. even if they're struggling in other regards, it's, but you want to talk about bully ball. Allen and Mobley are getting bullied by Mitchell Robinson on the other end. Yeah, dude. Mitchell, I like, see Mitchell Robinson. Just... Wob tweeted about Mitchell Robinson game one. Like Cavs fans are going to see Mitchell Robinson offensive rebounds in their nightmares. Oh, and then he I'm got sure. one. He got one like two seconds later after that, and I was like, oh no. And that's it's been the whole series. Just every game, I'm just like, it has. Oh, and that's the thing. If you're going to play. Both Mobley and Jared Allen in the court at the same time, which the Cavs have done a decent amount of in this series. You can't get you can't get out rebounded. You can't get out physical. Like that's in the, anything exactly. else, cold shooting, whatever. Throw that out the door. If 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 RJ Barrett's going nuts, who cares? Throw that out the door. You yeah. just can't get outworked on the rebounds yeah. like the Cavs have. That's where it's been but, embarrassing. You know what, guys? Though this they they were a bad matchup for the Cavs all year, and we just kind of wanted to ignore it. And be like, ah, like there were guys missing, all this other stuff. They, they're the only team that can match the Cavs' bully ball and just come right at them. Yeah. Apparently, it's because of Mitchell Robinson. Apparently. Like, fuck. I don't know. It's just, it's insane. I didn't think the Cavs would get, I, but it's a, it's, I have, I'm like back and forth. Like, I get really mad, like sometimes thinking about it because it's a missed opportunity, especially with how the other series is played out with Miami and Milwaukee. Like, you're looking at that. And, but the way the Cavs are playing right now, I think Jimmy would just, alpha every single cavalier like slowly <laughs> and surely and it would be like a easiest sweep in their life or whatever but it's it's also a team that this is their first playoff experience ever and the first one in the franchise's first in 25 years without the guy who's literally still winning playoff games across the country so it's a big like mental thing i think that they're working through right now which I think every, a lot of Cavs fans took for granted like the pressure that they probably are feeling internally from all the from these different kinds of factors. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Mitchell, who definitely holds himself to that like heir apparent standard. We know how highly he thinks mm-hmm. of himself. But they got to figure it out, man. They just the shots got to fall. You got to be more loose. Like it, it, everything looks so hard for them. Like and that's yeah. not there. And does. they've had stretches for they've had stretches like that offensively this year. 
but they were not like four games in a row where it looked hard and they had the onslaught game too. And I think that's what need that. That's the formula, the rest of the series. That's, that's what this team, but they float back and forth between teams that can't do anything offensively and that team. And there hasn't been enough of that kind of free flowing offense. And I think it's still the guards. Just one of them is getting clamped up every game. And it's, it's hard when you don't have anybody else doing anything else. Like how many guys do you trust on that roster at this point, guys, like three, yeah, like three total, like Mitchell Garland, and then like a half of another guy, half of Mobley, a half of Mobley, and a half of or a quarter of Levert and Allen, <laughs> like and a sixteenth of a quarter. <laughs> no, a quarter, a quarter, poor a quarter. No, dude. Listen, so listen, he the, has not hit a single three in this season. I'm well aware. <laughs> But with the, the Cavs need, and it's like we – I feel like we talked about this, and this is what every Cavs fan and us were pushing for at the deadline, is like they need that wing defender slash scorer, right? They need they need a wing who can do a little bit of both to help because per, like interior, Allen, Mobley, when they show up, they're, they're fine defending the interior. I just feel like they can't defend the wing. Josh Hart would have been awesome. What's that? <laughs> Josh Hart would have been awesome. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, he's Jesus been great for the Knicks, but I feel like that's that's that part of the Knicks defense is is kind of glaring in this series. The other thing I wanted to ask you guys is the Knicks thing that always happens to the Knicks with Tibbs' coaching style and him burning these guys out and playing as hard as they are. Either of these teams, they have to go up next if they advance and finish out this series here. Are they going to burn out against the Miami? Are they going to burn that? You would think they, if you know, if Milwaukee Knicks, gets there, they'd be burnt out well, trying Milwaukee, to cover Giannis. Knicks so, Heat would be a war. That I would think be that I think that would be a war because I, I think both teams would just try that game or that series. I think would go six or seven. Milwaukee, I think, would smoke the Knicks. But I'm if Miami gets that. there, I don't think it's going to be as tough for the Knicks. Tough for Miami too. I think Miami, yeah. like Bam's going to be like, you're going to have to play physical, Bam. You're mm-hmm. going to, you can't be playing how you've been playing so far. And on the other end, the Knicks are like, well, you got to find someone to cover Jimmy Butler. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, Julius Randle's not doing that. RJ Barrett's not, not doing that. Josh Hart, maybe a little bit. But a little bit. Good luck. I Brunson. mean, that's, that's going to be a war for both teams based on how they have to match up against the other. But I would love to see that series. I really would. Because I think that could go seven games. Plus yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy at the Garden. I mean, they start showing all those '90s, old '90s highlights too. All the all the brawls and the physicality. You know, it'd be great. The atmosphere, the Garden would be the Garden. I'm I'm with it. If the Garden gets a second round series against the Heat, that it would be electric. That game yeah. one would be fucking amazing. The Garden's been awesome Friday night and Sunday afternoon. Oh, garden playoff games. I don't take that for granted. Even watching it as a Cavs fan, that Friday night game sucked, but. You know, Sunday was still – it was a great atmosphere the whole way through. Spike just yelling at everybody. Good times. What um, what series you guys want to go to next here? It's, I, I hate seeing all these th- – the 3-1 leads on the board. Well, we got three uh, three ones tonight we can talk about. Yeah, you what do you want to touch on, Donnie, before you have to go? I know what Donnie wants to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about that was a setup. It. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Boston Celtics. Had me worried there in um, in game three. Game four, I feel like they, they 
they kind of showed they're about Murray and Trey Young score pure just purely just scoring have been impressing me in this series. Yeah. At least the two games in Atlanta, because the two the two before that in Boston were got out of hand. But no DeJounte Murray tonight. I mean, I think I'm sure you guys are on the same page as me. I think I think it's it's done. I don't think they have to mess around and go back to Atlanta in this series. I think it's a it's almost a, a failure if they do and drop this game tonight. But Rob Williams, we, I mean, we've it, it was all said the other night after the game in our group chat. But we'll we'll just echo it here. the The production that's we're getting from Derek White, Rob Williams, Malcolm Brogdon. I love Derek White so much. The others, <laughs> as Shaq and Charles would love to talk about on uh, TNT. But yeah, it's just you know what do those championship teams need or teams that make deep runs? It's they need the other guys to step up. And, you know, the Jays both had 31 last game, but you just, you know, you're getting the points from Smart. You're getting the non-turnovers from Smart and Brogdon. You're getting the defense from White. You're getting the defense from Rob. You're getting the scoring all up and down the roster. It's it's a, it's a beautiful sight to see. I, I, I'm more confident about this team than, you know, the team we had last year, even if it looked like the team we had last year was a little bit more dominant. I, I would agree because I think, A, the addition of Brogdon, having that guy come off the bench that you could rely on not to score, but to be a playmaker, to also play defense, as well as having Rob Will come off the bench, who is one of the best interior defenders, if not the best, in basketball when he's on the floor. To be able to do that, come off the bench when you're playing a little small with your starting lineup is incredible. Derek White, we talked about. The big difference, I think, from the Celtics from last year to this year, Donnie, they added Brogdon, and Derek White has became a big point of this team right last year was still kind of a feeling out a little bit seeing what you got out of Derek white no one expected him to play how he has this year Derek white has been sensational for the celtics and then the big thing here too and this is one that i really think people don't talk about as much marcus smart starting to play well and if smart mm-hmm. plays well you've got another world-class defensive guard who can you know be a little bit thre- of a threat offensively too and when you have that how do you counter this team? How do you counter this team? That's the thing. Tatum's getting the rebounds. Horford's getting the rebounds. Rob Will has been fantastic. Crazy on the glass. And then you have Jalen Brown and Tatum, where Tatum, who's been playing well, hasn't even been shooting that well so far this series. No. Like, you haven't seen peak Tatum yet, but it just looks so easy. It looks effortless. And this is a team I've never been – more confident in the Boston Celtics than I am right now, even from the start of the playoffs. Seeing those first four games, it's like they're ready. They've turned it up a notch for playoff basketball. And if you're a Philly fan, you're worried. You're worried because it's a it's a terrible matchup. It's a terrible matchup for Philly. Philly, this is just a Philly fan. It's their nightmares. They see this in their nightmares every time. It's just the Celtics coming in and, and destroying their hopes. I mean, it's going to be a great for as an outside observer to this. I can't wait. I just love it. I'm with you. The Celtics look like a clear and far and away favorite in the East and the West right now. Like any of these West contenders, if you see them making it out, like if they match up against the Celtics, there are huge holes that the Celtics can exploit. And when it comes down to the East, especially if Giannis is hampered and they don't even get out of that first round, like I don't care what Jimmy's doing. I don't, I don't trust that team against Boston at this point. And then anybody else in that other side of the bracket, like no, that's the Knicks or the Cavs. Like, no, they're neither of those teams are going to do anything to Boston. They can't score a hundred points in a game. Like that's like that series is nineties basketball at this point. They're not doing, they're not, it's a different sport. 
so yeah, Boston's a pretty safe pick, I think, to get to the conference finals and be a pretty heavy favorite once they're in there. I tell you what, if if the Heat end up eliminating Milwaukee, I think Boston, you got to lay money to have them win the East at that point. I think their odds to win the East, because I think they're favored that much against Philly, Knicks, or Miami. I, I, yeah. I just really do. So I haven't seen anything that has made me, I don't know, like concerned at all, Donnie. I, I look at this team and I just yeah, me neither. They're just kind of going through the motions, and they're still just the, the Hawks. You just don't even feel like the Hawks are in the game. And no DeJounte Murray. Even when they come within like six, eight points. Well, yeah, tonight tonight I think Boston's favored by 14. It'll be a disaster if they yeah. lose that game. But I think this is a game maybe the Hawks cover because the Celtics just win by 10. They get up big early, and they just coast. Yeah, like, 13's right, crazy. Let's stay healthy for Philly. Yeah, it's – and, you know, the last thing I'll say is – I think the the one team we would have to be worried about would be Philadelphia. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on paper, it kind of looks scary because you're like, okay, here's this Philly team that's already waiting for you. They swept the Nets. They didn't look that good, man. No. And I, this isn't uh, the Celtics fan not being afraid of Philly because if any year I have been, it's this year because they have James Harden. They have Tyrese Maxey who's come out of his shell He's and has been well. amazing yeah, for them. Good, yeah. Embiid's the MVP, but just the first series was not encouraging at all. If you're, you know, just outside looking in, no bias. If we're talking, I, I, I have no thoughts on this ser- series other than just looking at that. Like, I would have thought Philly, I would have thought the same thing. Philly did not look good. They did not impress. It was the least impressive sweep I think we've seen in a while. Yeah. Hey, you watch that sweep and no one's like, oh, Philly, watch out for Philly. I think we're like, hey probably expected against a Brooklyn team where they got a new Brooklyn overmatch. number one in, in Mikel Bridges, who really hasn't been a one before. They just have a mismatch of guys on their team. But B, you're right, Dunny. Like, yeah, they won. They won pretty, you know, comfortably in, in most of the games against Brooklyn, but it never looked like, oh, Philly's dominant. Yeah. And then, and then Joel with the, you know, no one ever wants anyone to be injured, right? But the fact of the matter is Joel has a, a right knee sprain. Yeah. And he he was already going to have to carry the entire load for this team yeah. if they had any chance against the Celtics. And it's like, what does that look like? What does Joel Embiid playing max minutes look like when he has a, a right knee sprain or a knee sprain? Like, what? We don't know. So I, I just think there's so many question marks with Philly and going in. They kind of looked like the team that scared me the most. And with Milwaukee against the backs against the wall, like. It's crazy to think what this Eastern Conference Finals could look like as of today. Yeah, but I'd feel we'll good see. if I were you. You got the I Bruins, I feel Bruins good. handling business, Celtics handling business. That's why Stevie Boston feels good. Stevie Boston feels good. Stevie Boston, the real Boston rep here, he's feeling great. Stevie Boston feels great. <laughs> I'll tell you oh, what. Though, and, it's and fun. It's, it's fun it's, watching these yo, teams. Hey, like, oh, si- these teams are playing how I want them to play. This it's is size, fun. It's sizing up great for this podcast, though. If the Cavs get eliminated and the Lakers win tomorrow night, because you know exactly where Jake's going to. Right? I know. Oh, I, I, thought I, oh, I thought I'd be able to recruit you. I already you. said it today. Oh no, no, no. I, there's no. I thought I'd be able anymore. to recruit you, but oh, no, LeBron's no, 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 playing no. way too well. No, no, way too good for that. Oh no, I said the Cavs are dead. Like, I hope they lose tomorrow. Let's just get them done. Get the Lakers in. I can move on. I really – no, what I really want is Lakers-Warriors, though. 
like just for this everyone the drama the theater everyone just give me, wants give me that. it i don't even yeah. care what happens i really won't be mad if the warriors win like yeah. i would just really want to see we all deserve that series like at least once at least once and the oh man will be incredible all right Dunny, you gotta get out of here bud yeah, I'm our boy Connor. Off, at, this is your this is your parting message. Our boy Connor, says, <laughs> Joel is a fraud. And he Shout is. out JBC. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I love so, it. So uh, yeah. the Time Lord's gonna really make him beat life <laughs> hell, dude. <laughs> hell yeah, I, I'm hoping for it. Um, I'll see you guys on the other side. Right, you guys right. are gonna close out the show. We got like three beast. series left. See you, Donnie. Here, um, Steve. I did not mean to do that. We're back. I did not mean to do that. I did not mean to do that. Um, all right. You need to tell me what's going on in Nuggets T Wolves yeah, right now because I mean, this is the series I've not I've watched the least of, I admitted to you guys before the podcast. I it's just been thought that like Nuggets 10, were gonna run every night. So yeah, I dude, play, I've been yeah. trying. Yeah, but Ant, I did see most of the last game and see Ant go off and stave off elimination for the Wolves. I just imagine this is pretty much done here. Is there anything? I guess the thing I want to ask about the Wolves, like anything, any bright side, any sign of positivity going forward. Bad body language from Cat and other things aside. I mean, Cat's had a tough series. He played poorly yeah. in the first couple games. He's been in foul trouble for pretty much the whole series. If you want to be encouraging for a T-Wolves fan, Ant's grown up fast, and he's 21 mm. years old. He's 21 years old. He's grown up fast, and he's been the sole reason that the T-Wolves are in this game didn't get swept. I mean, and what's crazy, too, a lot of people went to sleep earlier in game four. The T-Wolves were up 12 with, like, three minutes to go. And the Nuggets somehow force overtime, and then Ant makes a couple big shots in overtime to keep them in the series, I guess, or win a game at home. Ant-Man's been incredible. Towns has been disappointing. You know you know what you expect with Rudy. And we kind of said this, too. They don't really have the role players they should have going into this series because of injuries to various guys. Now, obviously, McDaniels and Nasri being the two big ones. But what I will say, though, is – the Nuggets have haven't really had to been tested so far, if that makes sense. Where we had like Jokic played incredible in Game Four. He's had a very good series, but we expect that out of Jokic. Jamal Murray's been solid. He played great in Game Four, but he's had a pretty solid series before that. And MPJ, you kind of know what you're going to get. But they really haven't been tested too much. They've never really been down big to Minnesota. They haven't really had to like overcome adversity besides obviously game four, that 12 point little, you know, comeback to force overtime. So I, I, I can't really say too much about the Nuggets. I will say coming into the playoffs and then after watching the first four games, their defense has been a lot more impressive, but they're also facing Minnesota that has a lot of, you know, yeah. Not, not the most threatening. Basically, offense. we're not, and this is what I expect. This is what I kind of expected. We're not going to learn anything about the Nuggets until this next series, basically. And, and that's kind of how I feel. And, yeah. and it's no disrespect to the Nuggets at all. But you look at Vegas too. I don't think Vegas is adjusting. I think the Nuggets are still plus nine fifty to win the NBA Finals. I don't think they're even favored in the next round series if they do face the Suns, who are up three one against a, a, a Kawhi yep. tonight. Clippers tonight. Could put them out tonight. Yep. Could put them out tonight very easily. So you look at the Nuggets. They just haven't been tested. But I'm going to say this. They don't look bad, right? There's no – you're not watching the Nuggets and you're not concerned in any way. Um, Brown's been pretty good off the bench. Bruce uh, – Bruce, not, not Christian. Um, and 
They like it's the same story with the Nuggets, right? Jokic has just been out of this world, unbelievable. His footwork's incredible. His playmaking sensational. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are going to get theirs. Eric Gordon can have you know flashes here and there. But at the end of the day, it's like they're playing a five-man rotation. The only one really off the bench is Brown, who they can really trust. Other than that, it's kind of – I mean, you don't trust Green. You don't trust – I don't trust Christian Brown, even though I know that's what they want to be able to be able to trust him. But it, they're, they're, they haven't shown me anything where, to the point where I'm like, oh, this is going to be a problem for the Suns. The Nuggets are handling their business like we expected yeah. them to. Minnesota has probably played worse than I expected in terms of not just on the Nuggets side, but just Minnesota. Towns has been bad. Gobert's been meh. Their role players have been very bad. And then Ant-Man's just kind of carrying, carrying them. But uh, I don't think there's any concerns from the Nuggets either. The defense looks better than it did in the regular season. You expect that. Obviously, in a playoff series, the defense is going to get ramped up a little bit. But I think you're right, Jay. We don't really listen until they face who I'm going to say probably Phoenix, most likely Phoenix. I think after tonight, I can say we'll face Phoenix. So, and the books, books, the books are really not, they're, they're in the same boat, right? Nuggets still 950 to win, win the finals. They're still, like yeah, the no one's, their opinion hasn't changed at all. Best odds. It hasn't changed. So yeah, the Nuggets have looked good. They're handling their business, but nothing has changed in my opinion of, oh, they are a one seed. Oh, they, they can go to the finals here. And it's, I just think Phoenix is going to be a mad, bad matchup for him. If Ant-Man's doing what he wants to do offensively right now, imagine trying to stop Booker and Oh, yeah. I am I mean, that's and that was my next point going into this series, is that I think the Suns get it done tonight. We look at the Suns just from a big-picture standpoint. You know, you can say, oh, my God, look at the minutes Durant's playing. Oh, my God, look mm -hmm. at the minutes Paul's playing right now. Oh, my God, look at what they're having to do to beat this team without whatever. The Clippers are good without Kawhi. They've, they've had to play without Kawhi so much. That's that's like yeah. their normal state. They're a good team without Kawhi regardless. We, we've seen that at this point. So it, the, the Suns should be able to handle it, but it's not like they're going to put them out easy even tonight without Kawhi. It's not like it's going to be an easy affair. Westbrook won't go down without a fight. He won't. Exactly. He, and he Russ has been and awesome. he's been incredible this series. So all those Westbrook haters, shut your mouth. Yeah, Russ shut has been amazing. And you're not going to be able to talk when the Suns win 4-1. You can't say anything because Russ is the only reason. The only reason that the it's Clippers won. have even won. Or well, like, well, Kawhi had a great first game. Yes, but and that's the thing the I wanted really to say too. He said that they're big competitive. He's been out, out of this world. Yeah, that's the thing I wanted to say too is that the one game they got in this and everybody we we wanted to talk about Kawhi and on our podcast last week we were talking about Kawhi looking the way he did and everything else and that's the one it took a superhuman Kawhi effort to beat this Suns team exactly. and that's their only loss with Kevin Durant exactly. so the way I'm looking at it is the Suns just still look unbeatable like there's nothing that shows you that they have are that you're going to be able to beat them four times it took them a superhuman effort from one of the greatest playoff performers of all time and then he literally to the point where probably his body broke down and now he's hurt like he usually is. And the Suns are going to dispatch this team. And then you look ahead, like we were talking about, to this Nuggets series, which we've all been thinking, I think we all thought we were going to end up with Nuggets Suns and really probably the two best teams in the West, honestly, on paper, what we were looking at. And the Suns, I, I just don't think the Nuggets have any, like you said, Who's have any their answers. Best defender? Bruce yeah, Brown. what are their answers? I guess Aaron Gordon is going to be on like, Durant. Like, that's not stop, an answer. Stop. No, that's, that's not, not an answer. answer. Not at all. And that's the thing, too. And I'll tell you what, Devin Booker's starting to play the best basketball he's played this season. He he's sees really it. starting he sees to, it. to pop off this series. And 
if you're going into in, going into a series against Phoenix with a hot Devin right. Booker and a hot KD, you cannot get away with the defense the Nuggets have been playing this year. Yeah. So and and that's the thing too. The Phoenix Suns are not going to care with Jokic. They will let Jokic do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Because they know on the other end they're going to get whatever they want. So my opinion just hasn't changed on either of these teams. They're both up three one in the series. Both series has kind of gone how I've expected. Obviously, didn't expect Phoenix to lose game one, but like you said, Kawhi will just – we said it before. Kawhi will just carry a team to win sometimes. And the Clippers, who we said before the Paul George injury, before the Kawhi injury, and yes, those are huge injuries, but we said it's one of the deepest rosters in the NBA. They have good players. They mm -hmm. still have a solid team, but it's just – the Phoenix Suns just, I mean, when you have Booker and KD clicking how they are right now, Chris Paul also, too, is going from hell, going against Russell Westbrook, then on having Jamal Murray guard him. That's going to be a huge difference from him. Might help him play a little more loose, open him up a little bit. I I just, I look at the Suns team, and I still, it still screams bad matchup for the Nuggets. So if both teams, which I expect to win their series, I think Suns tonight, I maybe Minnesota steals another because Ant-Man's been that good. But either way, I expect these teams to match up in the second round, and I just look at it, and I go, it's still the matchup to me just screams mismatch for Phoenix, where mm -hmm. Phoenix is, just has the advantage here. Yep, your buddy, uh, your partner, Meerkat, is not going to be happy hearing that. No, he won't. he won't. Good thing he's on a flight right now, and he's not listening to this. Yeah, good thing. good thing, Meerkat. We won't. We'll just, we'll, I'll edit this out. Won't even yeah. know what's happening. Clip it. We'll Clip it listen. all out. Yeah. 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 See you later. That never even happened. But I'm with Nuggets like, in four, baby. <laughs> here, here's, what, here's what we're looking at a potential Suns versus Lakers or Warriors, and yeah. Celtics versus Heat or Knicks conference finals. Yeah. Which those and, those that is honestly as close to perfection from the NBA standpoint and ratings and everything else as you can oh, ask for with the with the storylines we could get out of all those matchups. If Incredible. the NBA can somehow find a way to get Celtics Knicks in the Eastern Conference and the, Finals and then have LeBron against Steph, and the winner doesn't even matter. Yeah, the winner matter, just guess, faces yeah. KD regardless if it's LeBron or Steph. That is dream scenario. That is dream scenario for the NBA. That, that is, you can't write a better script, right? You you cannot write maybe, a better maybe script. Maybe they're writing it right now. They, can, Who knows? they probably are. They probably yeah. it's probably been written for a whole year, Jake. Yeah. And they're they're reading it over it's right sizing now. Sizing up pretty well. It's it sizing is. up it really pretty is. well. Um yeah, I guess Steph versus KD or LeBron versus KD in a conference finals. You, you can't really go wrong either way with one of those. You can't really go wrong. But that's why I'm so worried about the Kings, man. Like, I feel so bad for Kings fans because there's going to be some shady calls against them, even if it doesn't cost them yeah. a game. It, there's going to be some moments in these games where you're like, mm. like, you know, you know, Steph is getting every call in these big game, big moments. I, I will games. say that, but I also think, too, sometimes the way the Kings play, it's hard to it make calls hard. against the it Kings hard. because they're playing so fast. They're shooting so quickly. It's, it's one of those things where they're not, they're not going to rely on trying to get fouls down low. They're going to shoot their open shots. And then the thing I like about the Kings, it does not matter who it is, who's on the floor. If they're open, they're firing it away. And maybe, maybe I know we say all this, but if there's a team that can go toe to toe with the Warriors, we've seen four games so far. I think it's the Sacramento Kings. I really do. And I'll, I'll tell save. you what, 
if we get to game seven, that game's in Sacramento. And that is the biggest game of the Kings franchise in the last 15 years. That would be the biggest game of that franchise in the last 15 years. And it's just another another Saturday for the Warriors. It's just another Saturday. But I'll tell you what, sometimes when you get the crowd behind you like that, when you get the players like that, we'll see. We'll see. I think the Kings, I'll tell you, even if, if it gets to seven games, which I think it will, and I think it will go back to Sacramento, and right now I do think Golden State wins just because I will not bet against Steph Curry. But if that's the case, I'll tell you what, Jake, they're not going down without a fight. That is not an easy one. Oh, no, definitely not. Team. No. This series is going to be a war. It's probably going to be a classic. You know, I'm very excited that it's happening the way it is. because it's And another awesome thing, so too, like I know we, we're both on Celtic Suns just based on matchups. Yeah, obviously, if they win tonight and then next round, you know, playing Philly or playing Denver, we still got to say, you know, two MVP are the guys who've been in MVP discussion past three years, Jokic and Embiid. We talk about Kawhi stealing games. Those guys are very capable of taking over a game themselves. So yeah. got to keep that in mind. I don't think it's going to be like a four or five games. I think I think we're going to have like no, I think we got series. some wars. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, this first round we like like Dunny said a lot of three ones on our board mm-hmm. right now, which I was not really expecting to be honest. But just the kind of way the injuries broke and the way the series have broke, it, it makes a lot of sense the way it's coming down. Yeah. All right, anything else before we get out of here? I think we're good. Just time to watch some playoff basketball. Yeah, we got any, some, some grub. any predictions for tonight, dude? We got three uh, heavy favorites. Any upsets? Or are we just getting three, I three think, favorites winning? I think our teams are just getting out, cleaning house, get so through too. these game fives. I think tomorrow is way more interesting. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Tomorrow Tomorrow's is insane. way more interesting. Tomorrow, the, why? Cats, why are Lakers, they, Grizzlies, Heat, Bucks, Warriors. You realize how Kings? stressful six o'clock to nine o'clock Central for me is going to be with those two oh, games at the same time. Oh, they're they're. Oh, that's right. At Lakers the same are early. Time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they're six, in Memphis. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think. I think the teams clean up business tonight. I think the Cavs will win tomorrow. I think the Lakers handle tomorrow. Oh. I think Milwaukee. So you think fights Lakers off. in five? Yeah, I think Milwaukee fights off, and I think that the Kings win and go to game, go into game six in Golden State, the chance to move on. I'm going pretty much the same, but I'm going Grizzlies instead of Lakers. Cavs, Grizzlies, Milwaukee, Kings. And then tonight, I, I, I think it's the favorites, but don't be surprised if Ant-Man steals one again. because he's. Been I wouldn't be surprised. This world. I wouldn't be surprised about the Wolves at all. Would not be shocked. I'd be shocked. The most I'd be shocked about the Hawks more than anybody else. If the Hawks oh, win yeah. out of any of this neck of the seven series, if the Hawks win the next game tonight, I would be the most surprised. Stevie Boston wouldn't like that. No, Stevie Boston would be upset. <laughs> can't can't upset Stevie Boston. All right, no. let's go watch some hoops. We'll see, see you later, it. folks. See you guys.